and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. My name is Nick Benson, and as always, joined by my brother, uh, Justin Moss. Hi, Nicholas. Hello, Justin. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Nick. Welcome back. Hi. Another week. Yay. <laughs> Here on uh, Preserve and Illuminate Podcasts, a.k.a. the Lord's Podcast, we like mm. to talk about uh, being salt and light in a bland and dark world, and we pray that um, we point you to Jesus and not us, and we mm. pray that um, as we talk about um, Him and, and what He's done in, in and through our lives in week-to-week basis and what you know topics He gives us or um, maybe uh, circumstance or situations that happen that we feel uh, the Lord's leading us to talk about. Um, this week we've came to witness before words, which um, in my in my um, my walk, that's definitely um, where the game changed. Was mm-hmm. when I started walking the walk, not just talking the talk. And you know, we've shared on other episodes our our, our different sanctifying moments in our, in our walks, but mm. but I feel like for this episode, I I, I pray that we encourage um, maybe someone listening or even ourselves as we go through this that um, the things we're hearing and then the things we're repeating um, have to match what we're actually what we're doing. Mm. Um, so that being said, this topic actually was uh, was brought up by you. It was. I think so. Possibly. Yeah. I yes, saw it. it. I was like, that's a good topic. Oh, oh yes. It was from our list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was from our list. So who yeah. knows? I don't know if you uh, suggested know. it or not. But yeah. Know. So that's, that's, uh, you just reminded me. So that, that's where it got brought up was, yeah. was in our list of uh, things that have been on our heart in the last, like, probably a few months or something, because we just kind of have a reoccurring list. We, as the Lord speaks to us, we, we throw in there and then kind of shake it up and see what the Lord has us week to week sometimes. Mm-hmm. Unless, like I said, something stands out um, specifically. But yeah, so this week, witness before words. Mm. What was on your heart? I didn't have anything. All right, gotcha. <laughs> so I'll keep talking. I'll keep talking. I'll keep going. I got this. Chewy, you want to join us? <laughs> right. <laughs> Special guest Chewy. Right. Woo-woo. <laughs> um, I was going to say something really stupid right now. Uh, that's funny. So, um, yeah, this is this is something that is has been heavy on my heart, probably like two years into my walk mm. when I started to get like these small little opportunities to serve because that was my prayer for a really long time. And I started to get an opportunity to serve. Uh, and there's, you know, verses that were 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 um, brought up in devotions. And then verses that, you know, that the Lord had brought to me, um, you know, Luke, Luke 962 was, 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 was a big one, you know, about, you know, putting your hand to the plow mm. and then not looking back right. and then being fit for the kingdom of heaven. Um, Cause that really ministered to me. And then, um, you know, a couple of scriptures out of James and then um, Philippians chapter three, and I'll get to that one in a little bit. Mm. Um, but those verses kind of came to mind where there is. There's work to be done and there's credit not to be given, but only to God. Mm-hmm. And you and I were talking about this before, uh, before the recording here, just about, you know, what a witness would look like to other people when they would see somebody that they would, you know, consider to be a Christian or when they see somebody doing something that's cool or nice or kind and you see that. In today's society, like you're blown away. Mm-hmm. You expect the person that goes before you into a building to not hold the door open for you. Mm. And when they do, you're like, oh, wow. Right. You're a nice person. Right. You don't even know. They but, still make you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they still make you. <laughs> but the, 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 the point is that witness went before the words. Right. Right. That person, that person's witness was before they even said anything to you. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's a small little example of what we should be. We should have a witness before our words, Mm -hmm. you know, because we could speak anything. We could say whatever we want. Right. And then somebody that doesn't know us may even believe it. um, But our actions will always speak louder than our words. So for me, I was kind of, you know, praying to the Lord about what 
what to look up um, and what to share about. Uh, and in in First John chapter one, um, verses one through four came to mind, and I'm going to read them. Um, because this this is a really cool portion of scripture because it kind of really breaks down what we're going to get into today. So it says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and with our hands have handled concerning the word of life. That's a capital W word of life. Mm -hmm. The life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested to us, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. Hmm. So there's some duality here, right? And I won't, I promise I won't, I won't get too deep into this, but the capital W word, right? That that's the witness that we should have, mm. right? That's the witness that we should have. And then John kind of in the introduction of, of this letter, he begins to say how important it is. Like I've seen it, I've touched it, I've handled it, I've witnessed it. I've been about it. Like mm. that's what we should be. Right. Right. And then it's, it's amazing how we, how he concludes it because he says, and these things we write to you that your joy may be full. Mm. Like that's what your joy should be put in. A lot of times when we are doing our actions, there's something behind it. We're just not mindlessly doing things. There's a purpose. There's a means to an end. But what what is that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we work hard because we want a paycheck. Or do we work hard because, as we can see in Colossians chapter 3, that our, it's on to the Lord. It's not to man. It's on to the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, is the things that we're doing, is our witness to other people self-serving or is it God serving, right? And John does a great job of kind of breaking down like exactly what that witness should be and what we should be declaring. And then that is the one path to joy. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why, you know, uh, I know why the Lord brought this to me because this is, as I read it, I was like, oh man, I read it like three times. I was like, this is like, wow, this is cool, <laughs> yeah. right? That is awesome. Yeah. Because they, um, I really like how verse four, like what you said, it says that, uh, well, your, what does your translation say? That your joy may, yeah, so the yeah. joy may be full. Yeah. Um, NLT says that so that you may fully share our joy, and then it has an asterisk that says that, or that your joy may be complete. Mm. And I thought, you know, of the acronym joy, you know, mm. Jesus, others, yourself, um, or I changed it to Jesus over yourself. Mm -hmm. And and I have that that talk with my with my daughter like you know doing the devotion and prayer before bed like talks and uh it was on joy and it was basically saying kind of the same thing where your service and your your acts your actions um give you joy no matter what it is because you're giving it or you're doing it unto the lord and the the, mm -hmm. the, the only way to actual to actual joy is through jesus so then I shared that acronym with her and she thought it was really cool where, you know, Jesus, others, yourself. And she thought that that was, um, she's like, yeah, that's, that's how, you know, that's how I should act, huh? And I was like, that's how we should all act. It's not just for you. That's for all of us. We, the only way any of us will get to that place of joy, that complete joy or that feeling of a joy is putting Jesus, others before yourself. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I love the, the fact and thought that if you can work that way and if you can focus on your actions matching, matching that, then, you know, the Lord will be able to use you and you'll feel that complete joy and like in and through all things. And yeah, there, mm -hmm. there's going to be times of like doubt and the, the, the enemy likes to sow seeds of that. And he likes to use the, his little fiery darts and and tries to creep in the little cracks and crevices of our armor when he can. And, and he will. But you know, we, we, we keep walking and we keep strong because of what the Lord, the promises like these that the Lord's given us where he points us to the joy and he points us in the right direction. And mm. the, you know, the witness before words is, is an action, you know, it's, it's an action over a, a statement. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's something that we have to continually check ourselves each morning and pray that the Lord would help us to, to really, you know, die to the flesh 
and then be in the spirit. Right. Because that's where that witness is going to take place because the flesh, you know, the flesh is weak, mm -hmm. right? The flesh mm -hmm. is weak, but the, the spirit is willing. Mm -hmm. And even as, you know, our intentions for some things may be right, right? Where you're like, I'm, I'm, I want to do good. Um, but then you start saying, I want to do good. Mm -hmm. And then you have this, this vested interest in this situation. And when it doesn't go right, mm -hmm. you turn sour, right? And then your witness begins to come, become compromised because the, the, the intentions of the heart overcame the work of the spirit, right? And the flesh was quenching the spirit and not mm -hmm. letting the spirit move. Mm -hmm. And now you're all, you know, feeling some kind of way and, and right. You know what I mean? You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're upset and you. You want to kind of, you know, fix it. And then it just, it starts to snowball, mm -hmm. right? And then people around you are, are watching this, right? And that's the worst thing, right? Like the witness, the worst witness sometimes we could have is for like our family mm -hmm. and our kids and for the people that are close to us. And then also at work, like that witness that we have at work is just, is, is so important. I have a, uh, a situation that's like embedded in my, in my mind because of, of, of how it came about. Like it, it turned out to be good, but uh, it, it didn't start off good at all, right? Like we had a lot of problems uh, like finding people that we could hire. And we had this recruiting firm that we actually pay and their job is to go find us people. And they weren't finding us people. Mm -hmm. And after like two months of me like, you know, telling them like, you guys gotta figure it out. You gotta help our people. You know, I'm giving them the locations that we know we need people. And, you know, they're like, they start coming up with these ideas. It's like silly, silly ideas. Like, well, what if we go to, what if we go to Walmart and start putting flyers on windshields? I was like, I'm sorry, what? They're like, what? This is going to sound bad, but I promise it'll, 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 it'll be okay in the end here. They're like, what if we go to, what if we put up um, like flyers at bus stops? And, and then I, then I, once they said that, I stopped, I stopped. And I said, okay, hold on a second. I go, if people are taking the bus, they don't have a ride to work. And I just stopped. I paused for a second. And then, you know, they kind of looked at me and I said, on top of that, I go, that's stuff we could do. Mm. Yeah. If we wanted to do that, we would just do that. Or we would have told you to do that. Yeah. That's not what we're telling you to do. Yeah. We're telling you to go out, search job boards, go to trade schools and go find us people. I quit messing around. Yeah. Like, we don't have time for this. Yeah. Like if, 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 if your idea is going to have an ideation session on this call right here, like you are mistaken. Oh, that man. is not going to happen. Like you guys need to go do that in your back room and come to us with a solution and like do it like two months ago. Yeah. And I start just, you know, kind of lining some things out. And then the call got real quiet, right? Your boy got, you know, it was definitely maybe a little bit louder than that. Yeah. Um, and then authority. like, right? <laughs> like no longer than we end the call, you know, two minutes, um, the, the, the director of HR, you know, hits me up and she's like, hey, Kaylee's crying. I was like, oh. I was like, well, why is she crying? She's like, well, she's like, you're intimidating. Mm. And I was like, what does that mean? Mm. I was like, and I asked her, I was like, what does that mean? How am I intimidating? And she's like, and then she started going into this whole thing. She's like, you know, like it's, it's, she's like, you have a stern face sometimes. And I said, okay, yeah, I've been told that. I get that. Yeah. And then she's like, and then you're real quiet. Like you don't really speak that much unless you have to. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's on purpose. Um, and then she's like, you know, um, you know, because of, don't take this the wrong way, but because of, it's like, because of like your position, she's like, you know, people have to listen to you. And I said, oh, okay, I get that too. I'm like, I still don't know why she's crying though. And then she's like, oh, she's like, because of all that. And I was like, okay. So after we hung up, I told her, I was like, I'll call her and apologize. She's like, no, you don't have to. I was like, no, for sure. I, I, I don't want her to think that this is her. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, and so I called her. I apologize. And I said, hey, look, you, you probably took it the wrong way. I go, I don't have sympathy for the situation. But what I have is empathy for the situation. And I asked her, do you know the difference between sympathy and empathy? And she's like, I think so. And I was like, okay, sympathy is like, I feel sorry for you. Let's both get down and 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 just get caught up in our feelings. I said, and she's yours. like, yeah, pretty much your feelings. And then she's like, okay. And I was like, well, Empathy is calling you to greatness. Yeah. Right. I empathize with you, but I'm going to call you to greatness. Right. You can Rise do up. better. Rise up. Yeah. You can do better. 
And then I explained to her that whole situation. And then, you know, I, I, I was, I was kind of throwing in a little scripture there and as I was, I was explaining to her, like, this is, th my work is bigger than, than just that call or, you know, my team or anybody else like that. Mm -hmm. Like we have a purpose here and let's go be that. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, we have like this amazing, you know, relationship, you know, where we kind of joke back and forth. Um, but at the time, my witness that the, the HR director was telling me was like stuff that it like I was OK with. Right. I'm OK with being quiet. Yeah. You know, if I'm not smiling, you know, I'm not a buffoon. I'm not going to go around like, yeah, I'm not going to smile. If I, there's nothing You're like even OK with being intimidating. <laughs> Am I? I'm not. I, I, that blew me. That blew my mind, though. I never thought that I was that intimidating, like in a work scenario. Other people have told me that before, and that is not my intention at all, right? <laughs> I know. To, to I be know. to be that person, but and you're not. I'm not. Yeah. When yeah. So I shouldn't be. There's nothing to be intimidated about. But people like to judge books by the cover or yeah. they 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 like to judge things they don't know or understand. Mm -hmm. You know, and that that was one of the things that used to bother me about like say like a social media platform is you would get judged off of your last post or your last location. Mm. And then I'm oh, like, I didn't even think about location too. Cause that was like a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, Oh man, that's how you, you know, you like say you're like on an anniversary date and you take a picture of your meal and your place that you're at. Then people mm. just assume you eat that all, all the time. Yeah. 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 Or people even do that trying to make it seem like they eat that way all the time. That's so, the problem now. <laughs> Hold, that's another podcast. <laughs> So, you know, so the, and, and then even, you know, as far as like pictures and stuff, like I've had people like, 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 oh, man, you just, all you do is play soccer, huh? Because I posted a picture of playing soccer one time and it's like, man, like I wish, but no, like I, I have work and I have like, you know, life. And on top of that, like a family that wants to see me and I want to mm. be with. So like, yeah, I don't get to play soccer all the time. Like mm. it's not me. Like you said, it's not about me and not about I, especially when you become like a you know, a husband and a father. Yeah. And I mean, scale it all the way back, becoming a Christian, you know, like you're, you're commanded and told to be, you know, like the, you know, die to yourself and be mm -hmm. the fisher of men, like where you're doing things for others to save others, not yourself. Like, mm -hmm. Cause you're, you know, you're, you're supposed to like, if you know Jesus, you're supposed to have that foundation. And then you start to build from that and, you know, meet people, tell people, be a witness mm -hmm. for, him you know and, and be empowered by the holy spirit and let him move through you and i mm -hmm. you know and i um romans 2 13 says for merely listening to the law doesn't make us right with god mm -hmm. it's obeying the law that makes us right with his sight or right in his sight um some people hear things and they take it out of context or th some people don't pay enough attention to really get the full context. So mm -hmm. then they let those emotions kind of overwhelm the, the thought process yeah. and the judgment and everything. So, you know, we have to, you know, I'm speaking to myself, uh, like, you know, if this is for anybody, it's for me first. I'd like have to listen with the intent to hear and do, not just listen with the intent to fix or speak over. Um, because yeah, I found find myself being, you know, especially being being a man, like everything is just so logical based in my head, where I just try to figure it out as people are speaking, you know, and like it's not fair to the one speaking, it's not fair to like my wife, it's not fair to my children, it's not fair to fellow employees, but my boss, my mm -hmm. friends, like because if I'm not listening with intent to hear and have, like you said, like empathy with the person and, and be able to like receive their information and help them, like help them in a way that they need it not the way that i think that needs to be done right because we can tell them how it needs to be done because we can logically figure it out in our head you know from the outside mm. but we're not inside we don't know what's going on there yeah and and, it, and everybody's bringing their own baggage right. to that situation right where they're bringing it all For right sure. and you don't see it you mm. don't see it right um you could, you know, you could, you could, you could ask somebody a question, right. And, and, and have like honest intentions where you could, you know, a car accident and you can, you can go, you know, what's the problem here? And then somebody could be like, what's your problem? Right. right? You're like, I, no, uh, no, I didn't mean, I mean like what happened. Yeah. Right. You right. could like people's intentions and filters can be, can be a little bit, you know, different, especially in those situations. And <laughs> like, you know, for me and the one I mentioned, like there's, there's, 
there's parts of my witness that were before my words. Mm -hmm. So I was just confirming, you know, in this person's mind, you know, what they believed Mm -hmm. my witness was. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, I wasn't talking, the only things that came out of my mouth, they they were like, oh, my goodness. Right. Right. Wrath. Wrath. Wrath of Justin. No, no. But, you know, the (laughs) the. That really ministered to me and still does. Obviously, I wouldn't have brought it up here because I have mm-hmm. to be very careful about, you know, what my witness is to people because, you know, I'm not the type of person that will sit there and smile all the time. That doesn't mean that I don't have joy. That doesn't mean I don't have, you know, excitement and stuff. You know, I am much more reserved in those things. Mm-hmm. And that could come across to other people that don't know me as 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 something different you know what i mean right and that's that that witness that i you know am reminded in that situation and have to be mindful of you know because you know in in, in first john chapter 3 verses 18 through 19 you know in that same you know in that same book john john says my little children let us not love and word and, or in tongue but in deed mm-hmm. and in truth mm-hmm. right and 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 this is a lowercase t but I'm going to say that there is only one truth, right? And it's absolute. And we talked about that before, but it goes on on verse 19 to say, and by this, we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him, Mm. right? There's a, there's a confirmation in our deeds and our love that should come through our words, Mm. not the other way around. Our words cannot confirm anything, right? It should already be in there. And then our words are, 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 are speaking what's in our heart. Yeah. Right. Um, and we have to be those types of witnesses for all of those people around us that would come into contact with us. Because as soon as you tell somebody I'm a Christian or they begin to understand that you're a Christian, like they just don't look at you in that moment and say, oh, OK, you're a Christian. So show me what a Christian is. Mm-hmm. If they knew you before. They're going to go, OK, they're going to hit the rewind button in their mind and be like, oh, that's a Christian. Yeah, that's a Christian. Right, but that dude is angry. Christians are angry. I didn't know Christians were. I thought yeah. they were supposed to be nice. Yeah, fix your face. <laughs> right, fix your face. Right, <laughs> what's wrong with your face? <laughs> but those, 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 those situations we have to be mindful of because it's not in the moment that we want it to be. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's your whole body of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's super convicting. Yeah, for me especially. Yeah, <laughs> no, same here. Because yeah, I mean we we tend to react quicker than we actually let things process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those reactions could be facial expressions or lack thereof, or even a dropping of shoulders, a sigh, you know, those things could, for some people really speak volumes and, mm-hmm. and, and show, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm a Christian. And then like, Oh, I need to talk to you. Oh, and then you're like sighing, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, you're like, you're like, great. Yeah. So like, Oh, you know, are you I've really being Christ? Like, <laughs> Are you showing that person any kind of love or compassion or mercy or anything by sign? You know, Mm. are you actually doing anything productive by sign? Like, no, like no, No. because there was no need for that. It was unnecessary. Um, So James, because I'm in James uh, reading in the mornings, um, in the morning, and actually um, talking to my wife too, because the the women they're going through James in their study uh, at church. So that's been fun because James is one of my favorite books. It's Romans, Ephesians, and James. Those are my three, top three. And James is like one of those books that you can read like over and over. And mm. it's just like so like it's it's hard to take notes on because every single verse is like such like there's such impact and such fruit and such application in every single verse that I'm mm. like, oh man, like how like I, I don't think I'm gonna get past reading like two verses today because like each verse has so much inside of it. Yeah. Um, so for the sake of time and the sake of not doing a Bible study because that's not what we're here for, but we are here to apply verses for this uh, this topic and apply it. So using that, James one nineteen to twenty uh, twenty seven, that's t- it's labeled listening and doing. So um, I think it was the Lord really speaking to me here because this, these verses are, uh, you know, very well known, but, uh, need to be applied more than known. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, starting at 19, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. 
So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls. 22, but don't just listen to God's words. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are only fooling yourself, and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows and the distress and their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. I, I underlined that like four times. <laughs> refusing to let the world co corrupt you. That's what the world wants to do. Enemy wants to corrupt us. He wants to, you know, lie, st steal, kill, destroy. He's he's on a on a on a mission to stumble us all because he's he knows he's going to lose and he's trying to drag us all down with him. And we talked about before the podcast about how, you know, even in my lifetime, I knew that the, between Europe and America, there was a difference in even just visuals because the art and the entertainment was way more explicit compared to America, where mm -hmm. now those lines of like probably, I mean, it's probably even worse here than it is mm -hmm. there now because of of just evil and corruption and we let the world corrupt our nation we let the world corrupt our communities our homes because of the our things families. we let in yeah it's because of the stuff we let in so we have to really listen and be quick to listen before we speak and, and really listen to what we're allowing and what we're you know don't want to take it political but what you're voting for and on mm -hmm. you know because if we just listen to sound bites and listen to people's opinions we're not going to really know what the lord's telling us so we got to be intimate with the lord and i feel like you know in in our small group studies and and even reading these verses that you know like the lord's telling us to be obedient to what he's saying and if we can't hear him because we're not listening then how are we going to know what to do mm. yeah we can't we can't survive, you know, on, on the world's food, <laughs> yeah. right? We can't, sure. you know, we need to be fed by the word. And that's those, those things that will continue to come out of us. Right. Because, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, mm -hmm. right? So what's coming out of our mouth has to be in our heart already. And that's part of the witness, the part of the, you know, on, on this one, it says doers, not hearers only. Yeah. Um, you know, you, if you're receiving, and you're not giving, then that's that selfishness. Like I like to mm. compare our walk to a conduit, right? It has to flow through. The love, grace, and mercy has to keep going through. Whatever we're given, it has to go through, and we just keep giving it. Mm. God has an endless supply. There's nothing to hold on to, right? right. It'll just keep coming, right? right? And that's the better, point. huh? That's a good point. Yeah. It'll, people like to do that right now. Yeah, you're holding, holding. on to it. Yeah, hoarding. <laughs> Trying to hoard all God's right. blessings. Right. I don't know if it's going to run out. Right. I might not feel to find that toilet paper. Right. And I, and, uh, and, and uh, I believe it was Chuck Smith that said he wants to be under the spout where the blessings pour out. Ooh, right? Amen. Bars, um, bars again. Right? Bars and bars. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> but we have, to, we have to let that stuff flow through, and we can't, we can't covet it or keep it. As we do, then that becomes our witness. Mm. And it's not necessarily just in words. You know, I think every Christian should be able to say that, you know, upon me receiving Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, like there was a change in me and something happened. And, you know, we got switched out, you know, uh, for you know, our heart of stone, for a heart of flesh. And we, we got like the, 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 um, the, the Holy Spirit in us and then allowing it to work through us. Mm. And as we let it work through us, we see those actions and we see those things in other people. And then we realize that's what it looks like. And that's why it's so important for us as Christians to have a witness, because if not, the world will tell us as Christians what a Christian should look like. And then that's what a Christian becomes. And then everybody starts accepting it. And they're like, OK, so if I get a shirt that says blessed on it and then I say, I'll pray for you, I'm a Christian. That's all I got to do. That's that's not that's not what it is. That's not what it is. So us as as Christian men and women have to have that witness that goes before us to honor God and not ourselves and not the world. Mm. Um, so yeah, we, like going along with the verses 
those you know those James verses in chapter one. It, I had notes that said like you know practice what you what you preach. Oh, you know, and that you know that's an old saying, but it's mm-hmm. to a timely verse, timeless verse. Um, so we can't just speak; we got to do. Our faith must have feet. It cannot all be head knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then I put in quotes again: actions speak louder than words. It's another old uh, oldie but goodie, mm-hmm. but very true. As people see what we do before they will hear us speak. So our, you know, our witness needs to, it, it, even if it, we, you know, plan it, or even if we intend on it, our witness always goes before our speech because we don't always get to speak to everybody, but they can look at us and make a judgment before we even get to speak to them. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, honestly, like, you know, even, you know, and this is just one thing and one aspect I can think of, but, uh, you know, off the top of my head is, is like Christian hip hop. There's some artists that, if you muted them, they look too worldly for for me to be able to really hear what their message is saying. If you see them, because yeah, if I see the so if I just hear the song, they have a better chance because mm. I can kind of go along with it. But even the sound <laughs> even gives off more of a worldly mm. sound. Not mm. saying that there's a specific Christian or world sound because there's not. I think that you know music is music, and if it depends on how you use it. But if your tone and your demeanor, and you're saying God loves you, but you're saying it in like an aggressive way of like sounding like the world saying something differently, right. then it could be taking something, or it could even trigger things of the of the the one that's listening to you that brings up past ways or thinking. So you know, and then when you see the visual, it's a whole another aspect where you know I can't even show my kids the video at that point because mm. then I'm like, oh, you know. They're talking about things they came out of, but then yet they show it in their video. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, like I came out of the drug world, but then they show like the the hustling and stuff going on in the background. But then he's walking through it with the Bible. Good, you know, I can understand it, but can everyone really get that before? That's a understanding. Re- that's a really good point because that's open to interpretation. Where you know somebody that's a new Christian would completely understand what's in the background Mm -hmm. and not the person that's walking through with the Bible and then see it like, Oh, I could be a Christian and still do Do that. that. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. It's, it's, and it's dangerous. And that's why I have to be, you know, as the father of my home, of my home, the father of my kids, the leader of, you know, our home is as a, as a, as a whole. And then, you know, using and helping my wife with the things that she does coming alongside her with these very filters. Like we all, you know, together, we kind of tag team that, you know, mm-hmm. where she's home during the day where I'm at work. So she also has to filter things, but um, I also have to set the tone too and kind of be like, ah, yeah, I don't think we should do that anymore. And mm-hmm. then she'll bring things to my attention on the same, same way, same aspect. So, you know, and, and we have to be careful of what we show them. So, mm-hmm. There's some Christian hip hop that I feel like they can watch and listen to easily on a YouTube, but then there's others where it's like that's a little more for a mature audience, and, and that's sad to say because mm-hmm. it's quote unquote Christian hip hop and it's talking about Jesus, yet it's got to be more of a mature listener. And mm-hmm. and I get it, you know, some can um, some get milk and some can eat the meat, mm-hmm. um, but some people come out of certain backgrounds where it's hard for them to see past the background, you know, mm-hmm. so we have to be careful. Um, our faith um, is witnessed by the way we walk first, right? So then mm-hmm. talk second. So mm-hmm. our walk directly affects our talk. If they don't match, then we're double-minded. Um, so our faith walk should prove unstained by the world and its system. You know, we, we've been washed clean by the blood. We should walk and not saying that now we have to have some button up shirts and, you know, looking like we're going to to church every single day. Uh, God wants us how we are. It's not a dress code, you know, but. So what if I have a black tie and a name tag? (laughs) And then with it showing up at people's doorstep, your witness is going to say that you belong somewhere, you know, some other cult. Okay. It's a cult. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? (laughs) Are we, are we recording? Are we recording? This thing, thing on? on? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that. Didn't, no. That's what came to mind because that's that's a great that's a great visual for us to even kind of think about, yeah. right? Because there's a witness that goes before all of those people that dress like that, right? Mm-hmm. To your yeah, point about exactly. the, the the video, right? There's a witness that's going before you, the look that you're projecting, right? 
And then that will always will always be before you, right? right? Unfortunately, um, because of people's life experiences. Again, like what we talked about before. <clears throat> um, speaking of witnesses, so I kind of wanted to read Second Corinthians chapter eleven, uh, verses twenty-two through thirty. It sounds like a lot. It's not, um, but it kind of. This is where Paul, again. huh? You say you're rapping again. Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but it's not. Hey yo. <laughs> Um, but this this is this is Paul recounting the things that have happened to him. So Second Corinthians chapter eleven verses twenty two through thirty, and he just kind of goes through and lists all the things that that, that has happened to him. And uh, I love how he starts this right. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it wrong, but I just like to say it like with authority. He says, "Are you Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ?" question mark. And he says, I speak as a fool. I am more and labors more abundant and stripes above measure and prisons more frequently and death often from the Jews. Five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep and journeys often in perils of waters and perils of robbers and perils of my own countrymen in perils of Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, and sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, and fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily? My deep concern for all the churches. Who was weak? And I am not weak. Who was made to stumble? And I do not burn with indignation. If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. So Paul talks about everything that he went through, right? right? Which was a, a lot. lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. But he concludes that little portion um, with verse 30. And he says, if I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. I'm going to talk about what is wrong, not all this stuff. I don't have anything to stand on, but the one thing that will hold me back. Yeah, that God gave me. That's mm. what we could talk about. You want to talk about something? Let's mm. talk about how God gave me this so I could tell you this. Mm. That if I did all of these things that I spoke about before, that you could do so much more, right? Mm. You being more able-bodied or not, right? Because Paul's witness could be all of these things. We could be talking about all of these things that Paul went through. Mm. But when you read the letters that Paul wrote, he doesn't. he doesn't mention these things, mm. right? He talks about Jesus. He talks about his experiences. He talks about the churches. He calls people out. He explains to them the importance of false doctrine and, and, and teachers that are coming in, you know, trying to, trying to stir them a different way. He, even the Judaizers, right? Which was the word I was looking for. He <laughs> is, is not boasting in these things. His witness is the gospel. Like yeah. that is Paul's witness. And when I was thinking about a witness, you know, I was kind of going through like the the Old Testament witnesses and the prophets and and even kind of going through them. And even the king, some of their witnesses, good or good or bad. Right. Yeah. But all of those witnesses were all to point to Jesus, who was who was the perfect witness. Right. For us to look at. Um, but also I was thinking about Paul and then Peter in that order specifically on purpose because of the witness that they that they left. Hmm. Right. And we have more documentation of what witness Paul would leave than we do um, Peter's witness um, in the work that he did. But you'll notice that Paul would never take the credit himself, but he would always point to Jesus. But it was always in some kind of example that he would give the working that he would give the importance of, you know, not not falling prey to Judaizing, not blending these face, but just focus on Jesus, just focus on Jesus. None more evident than, you know, Philippians chapter three, verses 12 through 13. Um, because, you know, as soon as I went here, I had to go, I had to go here mm -hmm. to Philippians chapter three, um, because he says, not that I have attained or am already perfected, but I press on mm -hmm. that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. Mm. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He is saying, 
everything that I did, it sounds really cool. It's going to look you know, good on paper to your eyes, mm-hmm. but we still need to reach for Jesus. Like, right. Forget all that stuff. Right. Keep going. Press right? on. Press on. And that's that, that's that witness before words. Right. It's what you're going to do, right? Because you've already done everything else. But if somebody's in front of you, they can only see what you've done. But if they see you acting and they see you moving and they're watching you and they're like, what is that guy doing? You know, some of the scariest words that somebody said to me at church, uh, and I remember Jeff Sears was the first one um, that actually said this to me. Uh, and it was confirmed by Brett, believe it or not. Uh, and he's like, hey, bro, I've been watching you. And I was like, hey, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, like where? Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what, what, have you, what have you been watching? <laughs> right? What have you been watching? What have you been watching? And it was like, he like if you don't know jeff like jeff can come across as an intimidating person too nah. right we talking about, we talking about Willie. <laughs> um but because he said that like it, it had me kind of you know um checking myself like what what is it like what is he what is he seeing like what does that mean mm-hmm. and then as the lord would have it um like a couple of other people came up and like you know the conversation kind of just went a different way and i was like what now i'm left hanging like yeah. what what does that mean yeah cliffhanger <laughs> cliffhanger <laughs> But, you know, there's a witness that's being brought at that time before people. And then there's what you do after. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's perfect. We're all going to mess some stuff up. And we're going to have problems and we're going to trip and fall. But do we get back up and get to the Lord's business? Are we about his business and about his work and about his kingdom? Mm-hmm. And is that a witness that other people can see in our actions? That's what Paul's saying. Don't worry about the past. Just keep moving. Press on. Yeah, that's good. And as we press on, you know, that witness that we leave behind, that witness trail we've shared about, that uh, hopefully leads people to that same goal that we're pressing on towards, Mm -hmm. you know, not to, like I said, not to ourselves, like not to bring the the attention or bring um, those praises to ourselves because we don't deserve it. We're, like you said, we're sinners. We're, you Mm -hmm. know, we're along this walk just like anyone else is and some choose to go the different direction and the bible says that path is wide and easy Hmm. and the you know the the walk to him is is narrow and hard and you're going to suffer persecution and there's things you're going to have to endure that you didn't want to do Mm -hmm. my dad told me a long time ago as growing up because i was complaining about having to go somewhere like probably like to a family member's house or you know to do something like that and he told me you know, son, like there's going to be things you have to do in your life that you're not going to want to do, but you have to do them mm-hmm. because it's part of life or part of growing up or part of family, part of relationship. And, and, you know, and when he said it, I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I, you know, I still don't want to go. But then as I got older, I started realizing like, yeah, yeah. Th- you know, is is if I'm always thinking about myself and what I want to do, mm-hmm. it, it only makes life harder because everything that you have to do isn't going to be what you want to do. And you're like, I never get to do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and then you become, you know, upset or depressed or angry or like there's so many emotions that can spill out of the feeling of you never getting your way. And it's, you know, actually the Lord telling us, no, it's not about your way mm-hmm. because your way is wide and, and easy mm-hmm. and you can just spiral down the toilet if you want to, because that's mm-hmm. where gravity's pulling you. But if you want to, get right and go you know my way you got to swim upstream Mm. i like that analogy too and even uh like doing the things we don't want to do like i think every kid kind of had that or like oh we're gonna go to this place like for me it was like going to my grandparents house right because it was like so boring (laughs) it was so boring yeah. Right. There's no video games. There's no, no sports. There's no sports. Right. You know, everybody's yeah. got to be you no know, friends. No friends. No parties. Right. No just uh, adults. Or just adults. They didn't have popsicles. My grandma did have like a ton of candy though. Oh, yeah. shout out to her. Oh yeah, shout out to her. She might be the one that got me addicted to Reese's. <laughs> Double shout out to her. Double shout out. <laughs> she had good taste. She had real good taste. <laughs> <laughs> she was funny too. Um, but those those things that you know that we don't have the foresight to understand what they mean. Like we would give anything for another day for that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The the things that we don't want to do can shape us so much more than the things that we do want to do. Mm. Right? How you approach, you know, what Paul was talking about, everything that he went through here in 2 Corinthians, 
and he said, uh, you know, I would, I wouldn't boast about that. Right. If, if, if somebody had this on their resume, you'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hire you. You've been through it all. Yeah. Right. You got it. Right? All the experience. Right. And Paul's like, no, let me tell you how my, my infirmity. Yeah. Right. Let me tell you. Tell about the real Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Let me tell you. Yeah. Ooh, got him, coach. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like there are, our the chief of sinners. Yeah. I am chief. Yeah, yeah. He would tell him straight up. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a great call out. So that, that, that witness for us in those tough times will way more solidify a witness than in the easy times. Mm -hmm. Those, those, you know, when, when people are going through a hard time and, you know, when, when like troubles and trials and deep valleys and you see people that, you know, are deep in their faith and that understand that there's a greater calling for their lives themselves. You see that in action and you you witness that that has nothing but strength and pours into you and ministers to you. And you're just like, whoa. Mm. And there's instances that I that immediately come to mind that I won't share because I will never end this podcast. <laughs> but they like these people like in, in their situation where, you know, on the outside looking in, like I'm freaking out for them. I'm, I am like. I'm like, oh my goodness, mm. like, you know, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm, you know, like praying hard, like, Lord, please. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand this. And, and then you talk to them and they're like, yeah, we're good. You know, I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Am I, am I the only one freaking out yeah. here? Yeah. But you see that and it ministers to you mm. and it helps us to understand. And that, those types of witnesses in those things that are tough, like it, I'm telling you, it really ministers to others, but it also kind of grounds us in our faith, knowing there's so much more than what we are experiencing here. Mm -hmm. And that has to be kind of the, the undercurrent of our, of our witness. Right. Like there's more than this. There's more than what you're seeing. Yeah. There's so much more. Transformers. The meets the eye. More than meets the eye. Got right. him. Got yeah. him. Um, so I wanted to, I don't know how close we are to ending, but I wanted to kind of start ending. Um, oh, that, that's good. Cause by the time you get yours too, we'll be good. Um, Dang, you just said I go long. No, because uh, mine's kind of I do a though. lot of verses. I do though. But you know, and we're not capped out. We don't have commercials. We don't have we people have telling us how long to go. We, we might not even have people listening. It's just it might be me and you. True. <laughs> keep it going. Yeah. So we can just keep talking, <laughs> right? Joe Rogan goes for three hours, so we're not that bad. Does he? Yeah. Three hours. Three hours. I mean, I don't think it's every episode, but I think every like he's like a two to three hour guy. Wow. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. We could we could do that no problem. Well, we could, but then we wouldn't. We definitely wouldn't have anyone listening to us, because uh, <laughs> we would bore everybody. We'd have to add some music or do something, right? Get some special guests on here. We um, gotta work on that. Chewy, <laughs> get over here. You're up. He's sleeping. Look at him. He's out. Slugger. Right. Um, God damn, try to sleep. Right. So my father-in-law sent me. Um, I don't listen to this, but um, I think you do because you responded to it. But um, he, he sent me a PragerU uh, fireside chat episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the the title of it's what stood out to me and made me even listen to it, really, because, you know, and, and he sent it to me. So I, I, I tend to, you know, listen and watch the things he shares with me because he's 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 got a lot of, you know, obviously wisdom. But at the same time, he has uh, uh, the connections to like the, the political and like what mm -hmm. kind of like. The, the side of things that I don't tend to go down, you know, like I, I do, uh, you know, I'll listen to like a Charlie Kirk or something and mm -hmm. wall builders, but you know, like a David Barton, but I won't go all the way down it. Cause then I'll do other things as well. And, uh, and I, and I, I was actually very happy he shared this with me because the, the title of it says, do you make religion look bad or good? Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, Oh man, that's a good question. You know, like, so I started like taking that self inventory for my own self, you know, of what, what, you know, what I do on a daily basis and what mm -hmm. my witness gives off. But his point was even his, his point was, um, was in Muslim countries, how people are becoming atheists at a, at a, a growing rate because of the witness that the Muslims were given off being such like mean and hateful and, and hurtful type of uh, people and religion. But then there's also such a harsh persecution for like a Christianity and and being Jewish and anything else like that. Oh, yeah. So those, so if they can't be Muslim, what their country is, they can't pick the other two because they don't want to go the the hard way, you mm -hmm. know, like the the way that they're going to get persecuted and possibly even killed over. 
So they just do the nuns, and that's where these, you know, they, they don't choose anything, and they just choose atheism, you know, because it's like the opposite of, or what they say is the opposite of religion is mm-hmm. is atheism, but then it's still now a religion, which is kind of funny. Like yeah, really non-congregation. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> kind of silly, but kind of hypocritical, like the world is. But um, it made me re- rethink of, you know, what I what I do every day. Do I mm-hmm. make religion, you know, my what I call my walk with with the Lord, do I make that look good? Is my witness one that shows Jesus, or do I make mm. it look bad? Do I stumble people? Do I make people question what a Christian is? Do I make people question if I'm even saved and things like that? You know, so it's it's heavy. So Romans 12, 1 and 2 is like our oh, favorite verses. Oh, Nicholas. I'm, I'm sure we've quoted there and gone there quite often. But it just so happens in my little pocket Bible that I read um, from work on my desk, Mm -hmm. I got to Romans 12 yesterday, and I started reading, and it's a fresh Bible, so it's like as I'm reading through it, I'm highlighting verses that stand out, things like that. So I'm like, oh, Romans 12, 1 1 and 2 is not even highlighted. Like, what in the world am I doing? You know, I've got to get that (laughs) highlight going. So I started going, and I'm reading 12, chapter 12, and before I knew it, I had the whole chapter highlighted. And I was like, well, I don't think I've ever done that before, like a whole chapter. So I was like, that's interesting because I started doing that because, you know, this is a newer Bible for me. So I haven't gone through it. And I'm yeah. doing the uh, the Bible in a year. Yeah. And I found myself highlighting so much more than I've ever highlighted. Right. I, but go ahead. Things it's weird. Highlighting, yeah. yeah. So I want to just read through Romans 12 and we're not going to unpack it like we we could. Yeah, exactly. No, seriously, the whole chapter is <laughs> highlighted, Nick. <laughs> so we're on the same page here. So we'll just read it and uh, and go from there. But um, like I said, it's just it's just something to hear and listen mm-hmm. to and let the Holy Spirit uh, highlight what, what highlights uh, you personally. I know mm-hmm. what highlighted to me, and I'll share on that, and we'll go from there. Um, so starting in Romans 12, 1, we'll go to 21, end of the chapter. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect because of the privilege and authority god has given me i give each of you this warning don't think you are better than you really are be honest in your evaluation of yourselves measuring yourselves by the faith god has given us Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out and as or with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them as Always be eager to practice hospitality. 14. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can be see or that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear brothers, or dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Verse 21, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Hmm. So a lot of a lot of verses, and like I said, we're not going to unpack that whole thing, but as you read through that, you know, that's that self-inventory. Do you make your faith walk look good? Is it a is it a pleasing aroma mm. or is it stinky? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Sorry. That's okay. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I went after uh, Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16 for my closing verses. Obviously, that has a nice. lot to do with our podcast, but also it talks about that witness. No way. Yeah, it talks about that witness, which is what our desire was for this whole podcast was that it would witness to others amen um, that we would talk experientially right also kind of you know as an iron sharpens iron situation here for you and i mm -hmm. uh, and selfishly just some time to hang out <laughs> right <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong with that that's that witness um so um real quick just on what you said out of romans you know paul we were talking about earlier that is a, a a great example of what he talks about about being a witness him calling people to that 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 greatness that we should be in Christ, not in ourselves, but in Christ. Um, so thank you for sharing that. All right, mm -hmm. Matthew chapter five, verses thirteen through sixteen. Okay, it says, "You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how should it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden." Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Get this. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, not talks, hmm. and glorify your Father in heaven. Our good works would be that salt and light. Hmm. For us, we call that preserving and illuminating. Mm -hmm. um, but what, what Jesus is saying here, um, and I, I promise I won't break this down so much, too much, but is that we have an opportunity to season everything that we come into contact with mm. and we can season it with the world or we can season it with Jesus. Mm. We have an opportunity to, to, to illuminate things and we can either use that illumination to expose the darkness or we can use it to be part of the darkness and put a basket on top of our lampstand and say, oh, it's okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet or it's okay, I understand, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of underlying persecution. And you can almost see and feel tangibly how, you know, our faith is being kind of put in a corner and being forced to have to either declare it or, you know, walk away from it mm. in the way that society is positioning itself. And we're called to be salt and light, mm. right? Amen. We're not called to be bland and dark, <laughs> right? We're Amen. called to be salt and light. So if we want to have a witness before our words, we have to keep in mind that we're to be salt and light, that our good work should glorify our Father in heaven. We should not be man pleasers mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. However, I promise you that if you please God, everything else will work out. Amen. It might not please the person in front of you. <laughs> I'm being serious, yeah, right? They sure. might get offended, but you don't have to answer to them, mm -hmm. right? In the end, you have to answer to God. And that's something we have to keep in focus. And, 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 and God will reward us, protect us, and keep us for as long as we're here on earth while we're doing his work. You have nothing to worry about. And Paul just demonstrated that through all the things that he went through. Mm -hmm. He should have died at any turn of the things that he mentioned, True. but God wasn't done. Right. So if you're still here and you're hearing this, guess what? Mm -hmm. God's not done. He's got, so be a witness. He's got some for you. Mm -hmm. Be a witness before your words. Amen. All right. Let's pray. All right. Dear Jesus, uh, thank you for today. Thank you for blessing us and watching over us. We just pray for um, for the rest of our day and, and our weekend, Lord. We just thank you for this time we've had to, to talk about you. And I pray that um, that everyone listening heard you and that it made sense and that you, uh, your Holy Spirit went out and, and uh, spoke to hearts. And I just pray that um, uh, for future uh, episode recordings and and for our families, Lord, I pray for the protection um, over those situations and those uh, uh, those meeting times and gatherings, Lord. I just thank you for uh, and very grateful for um, all that you do uh, in, in gathering these times that we have to, to talk about you and and protecting our families as we do so. And I uh, pray and thank you for um, even providing um, the technology, the the equipment, the 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 words and, and, and thoughts that you give to us uh, each and every week, Lord. And I pray uh, that those listening were encouraged and, and, and enlightened and, and felt your love and, and see your light. And uh, I pray that uh, they continue to walk uh, towards you as, as you continue to reveal yourself uh, to them. And I just pray that you draw us all closer to you, uh, that you go before us and lead us. And I pray that you keep us all 
and uh, keep us all sickness and virus free and keep us safe and, and bind the enemy. I thank you. I love you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.